Me, 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 me. You, 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 you. <laughs> On the twelfth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me twelve save and stinkers, eleven magnum PIs, ten Matthew Perry's, nine sucky spinoffs, eight ghost whispers, seven cops are rocking, six crappy cartoons, five elfman cancellations, four bulky sitcoms, three buffy buddies, two aliens in the family. And a Brewster, won't you shut the F up? Thanks for censoring yourself on this Christmas episode. Happy holidays. Start the show. (laughs) All right, Morgan, you're back. We're late by a whole week. And you haven't been on in months and months. Everybody's been clamoring. The jingle bells have been jingling. The sleigh bells have been slabeling. Whatever else kind of bells there are have been ringing, dinging. What about the lake bells? What are they doing? Uh, they're doing quite well. They're making yeah. making bank. They're doing the the bless this mess, which is becoming a, a big hit with people. Is it? I don't know. I see a lot of people posting about it. They seem to like it. You see a lot of people posting about Bless This Mess? Yeah, because there's big Dak Shepard heads out there. I personally am a Lennon Parham fan. I think by Dak Shepard heads, you mean Kristen Bell. Yeah, she's posting about it mostly. (laughs) She's the one. She's She's the one fan. Hey, can you save us from doing more of these chevy pacifica commercials and whatever the fuck else they're doing right now wow i thought we were we were doing a nice oh, wholesome sorry. family well, you're episode. gonna bleep that one no we don't have to do that there's no way we can make it through a whole listen episode. it's christmas children you just doing... said christ that's a swear word so michael yes morgan what are we doing this week all right so first of all let me say Hello, and welcome to Bad Reception. Whether the critics hated it, the audiences ignored it, or the network pulled the plug, we're here to make the jingle out of Bad TV. You are just not doing well with Out it of this Bell's week. TV. Um, make the best of Bad TV. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Mike. <laughs> Wait, Mary Mike. And I am... Miss? Mary Mike, miss? Your elf on a shelf, Sarcasmo. Morgan is her name. Parentheticals, Morgan. So, obviously, it is December. The it holidays are upon us. Holy shit. Um, there are many holidays, but, uh, you know, TV shows tend to focus on one in particular. That's... Arbor Day. Arbor Day. Is that in not no, December? No, I think it, I think Arbor Day is in September. Boxing Day. S- Boxing Day is to our, in... our friends in Canada. Yeah, it's the in... day after... Th- Thanksgiving. It's the day after Christmas. I think for our Australian friends. All you out there. I think Boxing Day is in Australia, too. Hmm. I'm only knowing... That's where people punch each other, right? Yeah, that's where they go and fight kangaroos. I'm only judging this off of... uh, I think Courtney Barnett has a Boxing Day song. Song. And she's Australian. Cool, cool, cool. No, we're talking Christmas, people. Santa Claus, coal, reindeers, um, you know, men (laughs) breaking... Coal was the second thing? Men, creepy old men breaking into your home. Uh, Remember when we met somebody this week that said that they 
taunt their children by saying that Santa Claus is going to break into their house. Because their three-year-old is rightfully frightened by (laughs) Santa Claus breaking and entering into their domicile while they're asleep, which I think is hilarious. So that's, yeah, that was, that's their, uh, their leverage. Hey, eat your vegetables. Otherwise, Santa Santa's going to come. He sees you when you're sleeping. He's going to come inside the house and give he you presents. He knows when you're awake. Oh, that was that was a very funny story. Um, <laughs> I'm glad that you uh, assessed it. I give it a 10. You give it a 10? Wow, yeah. that's a high rating. Michael, what are we watching this week? All right, Morgan, because it's because it's Christmas, I wanted to do Please. a Christmas episode. Like Keep we did. Christ Remember how we do this when it's halloween this is how we do we watched it. magnum pi halloween and yeah. what else did we watch for halloween we, a walker oh and walker texas ranger so in that spirit we're not going to do a canceled tv show we're going to do a ridiculous tv show um that both you and i have never seen i mean never seen for me is a, a stretch because i definitely have seen this show but when i was a child when i was an infant child uh so i don't count that because i can't remember a single gosh dang jingle bell thing i don't know why jingle bells is the only thing oh i can my think God, of you're gonna have to for christmas cut around this oh christmas tree that's another song so we're gonna do a show like in that spirit in the christmas spirit and i want you to try to figure out what it is it's a ridiculous show number okay. one from the 1980s it stars Somebody from another bad TV show that we already covered. And it features technology in a main role. Also, you probably don't know Knight this. Knight Rider. Oh, yeah, you got it. I did it. Um, <laughs> Sorry, was that too soon? <laughs> you got it very quickly. Um, well, then I'll give all... I was going to say another hint is that it has somebody from Boy Meets World on it. But you might not know that. I don't know that. Who's from Boy Meets World? The uh, mom? Mother the friggin' Mr. Feeney. <gasps> Feeney? And who do you think he plays? The car? He plays the Shut car. Shut the fuck up. Oh my God, this is a Christmas miracle. <gasps> what? He, Ms. Feeney plays the car? Yeah, he's the voice of Kit. The, what? The car internal traction tambourine. I don't know what Kit stands for. What does Kit stand for, Morgan? You're the expert. Uh, I mean, that's what everyone knows me for. It is karate intelligence transmission. <laughs> tambourine. Tambourine. <laughs> We're sure about the tambourine. Yeah, it's a tambourine. Has anyone seen my tambourine? Um, I'm sorry. I'm just reeling from the fact that Feeney plays Kit. I'm, I said that, and now I'm like, I'm pretty sure, but I guess we'll find out. Oh, you don't know? Can you do your research before I'm I like start talking about Feeney? I'm like 99% sure. And he's like, Mr. Anyway. What is... What is uh, it's also got the Hoff. It's got Mr. David Hasselhoff, pre-Baywatch. <laughs> so you know he's going to be smoking. He's going to be super hot. He's going to be singing a lot of German songs. He's going to be... I mean, if you think his acting is really good in Baywatch, just... Which I do. I mean, that's after some coaching so this is gonna be raw real, real good this is raw raw yeah. hoff if i know anything about knight rider it's it's for... nothing <laughs> <laughs> what so is knight rider what who's who is it is his name like knight his name is michael knight shut up mm-hmm. and oh by the way is that a singer is it brian mcknight that's not even close. Okay. <laughs> not even kind of close. It has what's, night in it. What's that song he sings? 
He sings back at one. Yeah. Like a dream come true. Two. Something and they can't sue us because this is not even close to how the song sings. That's like almost exactly Brian McKnight the way I just sang it. Brock to one. It okay, has another so song too. I forgot which one that Christmas was. Kit David so, Hasselhoff. We know his name. You know the name of the show is Night Rider. What do you think the name of the episode is? Silent Night. Yep, you got it in one try. Wow. Guys, <laughs> could we try a little harder? <laughs> I am I am gonna be so mad if this is another Magnum PI situation where we get this Christmas episode in parentheses, in parentheses, in quotation marks, and it is not that much about Christmas. I'm gonna be very sad. But it's gotta be. Silent night. Come no, on. For sure. I, you know what? Let's skip ahead a little bit. I can tell you one thing we're going to get in this episode. A Christmas tree. We are going to get... No, we're going to get that... St- I bet you're wrong. There's going to be a Christmas tree. Okay. I think what we're going to get at the end of this is we're going to get an appearance from Santa Claus, but off screen. Oh, is it going to be like every TV show where they're like, there's no such thing as Santa Claus, and then at the end, Santa Claus ends up being very real. Yeah, he's like either in the room, or they step outside, and they look up, and they hear the jingle bells, and then it's like, oh, holy fucking shit, and then credits. What even is the show about? Do you know what the show's about? He's a cop. I'm pretty sure you're wrong, but okay. Is he a vigilante? I don't know. I've never seen it. I know. I'm saying, what is it about? You think Um, he's a cop? Yeah. Okay. No. Is he a vigilante? What would he even be? I don't know. Is he a secret agent? I don't know. <laughs> he has a very special car. Yeah, so you just don't pick that up, though. Somebody had to design it for him. Maybe is he like a it's bong, an alien like... car. It's he not, found it. Though. He found an alien car, and it, it's like, um, what is it, like Last Starfighter? Kind mm-hmm. of, except that they don't go into space. It's and like that if they don't go into space. And they don't have that cute little creature thing. No, what is it? There's a thing where it's like they find an alien craft, and then... They like kind of like Flight of the Navigator. <gasps> that's what I'm thinking of. What's yeah. the Last Starfighter then? Last Starfighter is where he plays the video game so good that they come down. No, and- Flight of the Navigator. <laughs> Flight of the Navigator. Nav- Navigator has the cute little creature thing. Yeah, that's played by uh, not Pee Wee Herman because he's not a person. Paul Rubens. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it'll be like Flight of the Navigator. He found a magic. It's not magic. It's an alien car. Mm-hmm. And now he's like driving it around and even, yeah. And the guy even talks just like Mr. Feeney will in this episode. And he's like, Michael, I am a car. I can shoot rockets probably. Let's find out. (laughs) And I think that he has like a, like a little interface like I have in my car, but only my car doesn't shoot rockets, but it does let you change the radio station. But do you know that for sure? I don't because it doesn't work very well when you try to push buttons on it in Mm -hmm. my car. Mm -hmm. Also, I can't talk to it. Morgan, what's something... Oh, no. what? Yeah, what is this episode about? So, Silent Night, Michael Knight. Deadly Night. Ooh. That's a movie. I almost said we should watch Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2 for the podcast, which would break our format because it's a movie, not a yeah, TV show. Yeah, but people would riot in the streets, and there's enough turmoil going on in the world. You didn't want to disrupt it even further. Yeah. So, Silent Night, Deadly Night, starring Michael Knight. It's not Knight. Deadly Night on this. He has a super badass car and so the bad guys which is a street gang named the bad guys they are like we need to get this badass car for our group and michael knight he needs to get out of here so they kidnap him so the whole episode is him trying to get back to kit and at the end he gives kit a christmas present and they sing um they hum the 
Silent Night song, but like a la Peanuts. Mm-hmm. And they throw their heads up. But Ooh. Kit is like auto-tuned because he's a car. Yeah. Because he's a car. Because he's a robot car. Um, Aren't all cars robots? No. <laughs> I mean, the Transformers What is are. a robot? What's a robot? What is robot? Um, I mean, it's a machine. Yeah, right? That's the definition of a robot. Is no, it just a machine? I'm saying a car is a machine. I don't think all machines are robots. I think robots have to be, like, automated. Like, they need to be able to do things by themselves. Cars can't do things by themselves. Uh-huh. What? I mean, this car can. This car can. But I said because he's a robot car. Okay. Um, it's, this is a very important distinction. Okay, so in this episode, I think that... Michael Knight is going to have to do Santa Claus things, not do Santa Claus. <laughs> he's going to have gonna to be like, he's going to have to like become, it's going to be like, what? I'm into it. All right. Here's what happens. He's driving around doing whatever he does in a normal Knight Rider episode. Bam. Slams into Santa. Santa's dead. It's just oh, no. like, it's like the Santa Claus. And so he's, he, so he has to no. read the Santa Claus. Yeah. Except, I mean, it's not going to be literally the exact same thing. He's just going to kill Santa Claus or hurt. He's going to hurt Santa Claus really bad. He's going to maim him. Yeah, yeah. Let's not kill him. Yeah. And Santa Claus is like, it's network TV. I'm going to be okay, but I'm not going to be able to deliver all the presents. And then he's going to be like, don't worry. You have a magic sled. I've got a mother Kringlin magic car. And he's like, so I can do the delivering of the presents for you. And so he's like, all right, well, here's my magic sack. <laughs> and he looks at camera and winks. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. And Michael's like, whoa, a little too fo- informal for me. I was going to say a little too formal. <laughs> That's not formal. Showing somebody your sack. I don't think it is. I, you know what? I'm actually not that fancy. Maybe that is what you yeah, do. Yeah, I think that's what you're supposed to okay. do. <laughs> that's how you're supposed to. You don't shake hands. No. Show people your sack. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's it. That's It's going to be he has to deliver all the presents. It's basically just going to be the Santa Claus. Okay. Maybe he has to take his young son with him and teach him the ways of being Santa Claus. Isn't that what happens in the Santa Claus? No, the young son f- f- forces himself into his dad's life. Because Tim Allen's like, nobody. You, I Honestly, like right now, I'm on the verge of being thrown in jail and never seeing you again. And this kid keeps being like yeah that doesn't those consequences don't phase me i want to be with you santa claus yeah well also he's like like we got to become santa claus because you killed santa claus dad yeah that's true that he did witness a murder yeah so he has to do whatever he says blackmail jesus christ what's something very specific we're gonna get in this episode morgan we're gonna get kit saying ho 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 i don't think he talks like a robot no he talks like mr feeney so he's gonna say class dismissed everybody remember <laughs> remember the last episode of he's boy gonna meets say world? his classic line from the 1990s show boy meets world and this is from 1986 yeah okay the last line of the entire show mm-hmm. okay. class dismissed and then everybody is gonna cry and that's no. that's why it was so emotional in Boy Meets World, we just never picked up on it because we didn't watch. It's actually a throwback to Knight Rider, to uh-huh. this episode of Knight Rider, where Kit dies. Uh, all of our lives have been leading up to this point, Probably making that not. connection. Yeah. Or, and then, or, 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 Michael's going to make a joke, like he's got to get the car, he's got to get Kit to, like, boost, like, kick in the boosters to yeah. go super the mega nitro. fast. Yeah. The nitro. Um, and he's going to say, like, on Dancer, on Prancer, on the other ones. Maybe. Yeah. And he'll throw Kit in there. On Kit. And we say oh, Kitten. Kit. It sounds like Kitten. Kit Aww. in there. Hey, Kit, won't you guide my sleigh tonight? 
Do you think that Kit will sing parody songs of Christmas carols? Yes, absolutely. That's right. going to for sure happen. Um, so we shouldn't, like, let's not even bother watching it because we know that that's for sure what's happening in this episode. It's definitely. We're probably going to still have to watch it. Okay. Michael. Yes. Very specific. Very specific thing we're going to get from this episode, Silent Night of Night Writer. I think we're going to get a romantic subplot where Michael falls in love with a woman that ends up being Mrs. Claus. Or an elf. A real life elf. He's going to like nibble on her ear and then she's he's going to realize that she has like It's going to keep on. Oh, I thought he was going to nibble on her ear and then it keeps on going longer and longer because it's an elf ear. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's like, like, whoa, where does this thing end? <laughs> Yowzer, Bo Bowsers. <laughs> um, so that's going to happen probably. Morgan... Uh, just real quick before we watch this episode, do you know how many years Knight Rider was on television? Four. Yes. Why do you keep guessing everything correctly? I told you I'm psychic. You just know everything. What? For the audience at home, what you don't realize and what Michael doesn't realize is that I'm a big Knight Rider head. <laughs> that would be so um, amazing. I have a full back tattoo of David Hasselhoff and his black leather jacket. Is that what he wears in this? What is he? I don't know. I haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, for, I assume he's wearing a black leather jacket. For one hundred percent sure, William Daniels, aka Mister Feeney, is the voice Fee-he-heeny. of Kit. However, do you know in the ni- in the two thousand eight two thousand nine reboot of Knight Rider who played Kit? Martin Well. No, but that would be great. All right? Yeah. Uh, no, Val Kilmer. <laughs> which is bizarre. I can't even. That's so weird that Val Kilmer was even on a TV show in any capacity. Do you know who the star of that Knight Rider is? Uh-uh. I believe it's Olivia Wilde. It's on for one season and is something that I've thought about doing for the show also. So that might be coming your way soon. They didn't have a Christmas episode. Uh, one last thing. Uh, what do you think the score is on IMDb for Knight Rider, the TV series 1982 to 1986? 5.6. Higher. 6.4. Higher. 8.1. No, lower. That's way too high. 7.5. Nope. 7.6. I'll tell you what. It's really a nice number. Oh, 6.9. Yep. A perfect nice. 6.9. Do you think the internet got together to make that happen? I kind of wonder because <laughs> there's no way this is a, like that good, right? 6.9 seems awfully high for a show about a talking car. Well, you know what, though? We are not taking into consideration that nostalgia plays a huge role in this. It's true. Just because we didn't experience it firsthand doesn't mean that the... I mean... I experienced of- the phenomena, like I knew that Knight Rider was a thing, and as a, you know, as a kid, I was like talking car with maybe rockets. I don't know why that's like the thing that's sticking out. I feel like there's got to be rockets. Um, I think I might have even had like a matchbook car or Hot Wheels. Mm-hmm. Um, let's do it. Let's let's uh, take our jingle bells. <laughs> let's. Let's ride down Santa Claus Lane. Here comes Santa Claus. Here comes Santa Claus. Right down Knight Rider Lane. Let's watch the show. Let's hassle hop it. How would you like to drive a car that talks, has a mind of its own, and goes faster than any car? I am the voice of Knight Industry 2000's microprocessor. This crime crasher is driven by Michael Knight, and it may be more than he bargained for. I don't believe this. So buckle up for action with the fastest show on television, Knight Rider. And we're back, Michael. 
You know what we're using a lot in this episode? Songs? We're using a lot of pop songs, but we're also using the word, the G word left and right. Yeah. So what is the acceptable? Romani. Romani. Is the okay. acceptable term. I mean, to be fair, at the time, it was not a bad word, correct? No. That's only recently been like distanced from. Yeah. Okay. So we're not going to hold them. Yeah. No, we'll, we'll, we'll let it slide on okay. this. Yes. Hello. Welcome back. Welcome back. We watched. Hey, welcome back. Knight Rider. With Michael Knight and Kit, the car. And do you know what we're saying? We could have done a drinking game. Yeah. Well, we, we shouldn't have. We, we could have done. But uh, for two, two, two rules for the show. Uno, numero uno. Mm-hmm. I forgot what I was saying. Um, how many hairpin U-turns that Kit does. And number dos. How many times people say, hey, it talks. <laughs> hey, it talks. Hey, hey, this car talks. I mean, to be fair, that's, I mean, it would be way weirder if everybody was like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but we're saying it like 90,000 times in this one episode. That just makes me think that they say it in every single episode. Probably. Um, blah, blah, nah, nah. Starts off with Owner of a Lonely Heart, but yes, which I don't know why. Uh, there are no Christmas songs in this episode. No, no. Could have been Jingle Bells. It could have been Jingle Bell Rock. Could have been... Silent Night. Silent Night, the name of the episode. It is he's not. not. And he is not silent in it, so why is it called Silent Night? No reason. It barely even takes place at night. There's one scene at night. Yeah, but it's K'Night. Silent K'Night, not <laughs> Silent okay. Night. Okay, you're right. Uh, yeah, he Michael Knight is definitely not silent in this episode. No, 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 no. Okay, so we learned a few things. We learned not what KIT stands for. <laughs> Did not learn that. We learned that he works for a company called... The, the Foundation. Foundation for... Government and Law. Yeah. Or something like that. Law and Government, because that's flag. Okay. I'm guessing. Uh, it's got to have some sort of acronym. What that means, we still have no idea uh he he seems cool with the police but he doesn't work for them definitely no. but they are like what's up dude what you got for well, us this week in the beginning they established that he's a man that does not exist so he's kind of like a bond character i guess i guess right or like a man in black <gasps> he wears all black he's a man in black he is a man in black but he certainly wears his shirt open as well, do yeah. as do pretty much all of the men on this show well, we got like 90 percent chest hair sticking out is it early 80s yeah, this would have been eighty three. So we just still got the hangover from the seventies. You got like that, your chest carpet freak flag fly. You totally, know what I mean? totes. Uh, we as as we've learned, uh, we open up with uh, a not a recap, but a precap of the entire episode. And in this instance, literally could have just watched that. Yeah, they that show thirty second cut was enough. They show the entire episode, and not a whole lot more than that happens. That's a yeah. little context, but basically it's the same thing. There's a lot of filler in this episode, but then when we could have had like <laughs> scenes that would have been cohesive and coherent and, they and tie those. in, they, did not, they didn't bother. It was really important that we got a scene where they go to a farmer's market in the middle of the night and buy mushrooms? No, they bought they Apples? each bought an apple okay and then they went into their car and continued driving okay why did we need to stop for an apple a piece 
were they afraid that the audience is going to be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So <laughs> they, made it, they made it through the whole drive. Without an, not even an apple? <laughs> not even one apple. Uh, okay. So there's not a whole lot to this episode. If you're going to suspend disbelief, I mean, the thing that I, the scene that I would need if I was an audience member, not them stopping for an apple, stopping to go pee on a long road trip. Yeah. Well, that's too edgy for an network television. I gotcha. So they had to be like, well, they stopped for an apple. They probably, while they were there, took a pee-pee. Took a peepers. Um, okay. So what happens in this episode? We... What has happened? What happens at the beginning? Oh, the bank robbery. There's a bank robbery, and you can see it from a mile away because we do get a shot of a van, like a Ringling Brothers kind of... It's a circus van. It's a circus van. It's a clown and, van. And there's clowns inside of it, and you're like, those guys aren't going to go hang out with children's. No. They, they are just watched The Dark Knight, and they're like, hey, this gives me a really good idea. Hey, hey, guys, you know what we should do? But they don't go inside of the bank, which makes me think that they couldn't clear a bank absolutely why did they not go inside of the bank the robbery happens outside of the bank they are in front of a bank oh and also one of them is dressed like santa claus yeah it's a pretty good uh setup uh so that's what happens we start with the bank robbery and then once the robbers well also one of the robbers is like hey bank manager give me your pocket watch yeah and it takes about five minutes for him to get this watch off the bank manager but it looks like he's trying to undress him which i was in too <laughs> and everybody's like why are you stealing this watch we are stealing so much money who cares about this watch and he's like i gotta have this watch and also everybody in this show is from brooklyn even though it takes place in los angeles yeah there's a lot of forget about it um anyway so the bank robbers do what bank robbers do and that is they gotta ditch their very conspicuous vehicle and also their costuming and they do that in an alleyway, which is just a block away from where they robbed these people. Yeah, I I really think that their budget for locations on this was like twelve dollars. Yeah, because they use the same things over and over. We and keep over. passing by the same movie theater, but they're playing it as if we were getting distance in between the last spot and, and all this of, next location. And all of the generic driving scenes all happen on the same one-mile stretch of road mm -hmm. in the, the middle same, of nowhere. At the same time. There's no variation in daylight. Yeah. Um, so while they're ditching the vehicle and they're going and getting into their getaway vehicle, uh, this young kid, Tito, who is a ruffian and lives on the street and mm -hmm. wants to live the nomadic lifestyle. However, we are using the term gypsy in this. Um, he sees guys in an alley, but he sees this glint of gold hanging off this guy's uh, out of this guy's pocket. And he's like, yeah, that's that's the good stuff. I'm going to lift that. So he does his little uh, his little pat. Was that, was that what it's called? I don't know what that's called. He Wait. does a you like you kind of like you brush by somebody, but you you take you pick, well, and pick he's doing pocket. like a he's doing like a shtick, like he's like, hey, I'm just a kid walking here, and then he pretends to trip over the guy, and then he steals his watch, mm -hmm. and he's like, oh boy, sorry, wrong direction, gotta turn myself around. Yeah, sorry, sorry there, Pally. Which I was even. <laughs> Even if he didn't steal this guy's watch, they this group of bank robbers who are currently moving money from one car to another and ditching their getaway vehicle, a kid just literally walks up to them and they're not like... Yeah, there's, it's not like it's a street. There's nowhere for him to go. He's going. He's walking into a dead end. Where are you headed, kid? No, and, and they wouldn't be like... E even if 
even if he didn't steal from them, they wouldn't be like, hey, this kid saw us doing something clearly conspicuous. Yeah, they, they, cl- we're, <laughs> we've got our van open. We're taking off masks and throwing them away. Like, they and- were totally fine with all of that until they realized that he stole their watch. Also, by the way, before he realizes it's gone, the other, the other uh, bank robbers are like, dude, you got to get rid of that pocket watch. Why did you take that? That's, all that's going to do is link us to the robbery. Yeah, that's evidence. Because one of the things that they're going to say is, hey, these guys took money from the bank. Also, the manager's, I'm sure, like family heirloom that could be traced. And so they're like, so we got to get rid of that watch. And he's like, wait a second. I lost the watch. Why wouldn't they just be like, oh, good. What, what were they going to do with it? Well, they, well, okay. The reason that they go to track down the kid, it's not the watch. They go to track down the kid because the kid has now seen them. But he would have seen him if he stole the watch or not. That's what I'm saying. The watch makes no difference in this episode at all. No, it's just, it really, they, yeah, the motivation's wrong. The motivation should have just been like, hey, that kid's going to out us. But why write this into the script? He deliberately steals this watch so that this kid could steal the watch so that the kid sees them listen we're setting up a lot of things in this episode that don't pay off (laughs) yes so now even though this kid probably couldn't identify them really like he saw them for like one second they're like well this kid and this kid knows exactly who we are and what we look like they even say like we could probably just get out of the country before he could even turn us into the cops they literally say that but they spend but the whole. But would we have an episode? But though, they spend the Michael. whole episode trying to track him down. It doesn't make any sense. They should have just left. What did they? You know what they got? They got caught. That's what they got yeah. for for trying to do this. Anyway, so do they get caught though? We don't see the resolve. No. Oh boy, guys, the writing on this is it's atrocious. Not, it's not great. They like it's. You see all the setups, which is that's just television one hundred and one, and then you wait for them to pay off, and then we don't. We don't. We don't, there, but there's, it's not because we've run out of time and we're getting important stuff elsewhere. It's just, it's like they had amne- amnesia halfway through or they had like 12 people writing it and no one read the script back. It was just a lot of cocaine. They were just like, right. They, somebody sat down in one session and wrote this episode. There was no thought of like, there, yeah, but it was like 10 minutes before they were supposed to shoot the episode. Yeah. So they're like, oh, this, this is what we're doing. This is what we're, this is the episode. Go. And they're like, why don't we ever go back to this thing at the beginning? He's like, I forgot that I even wrote that. Yeah. That's so weird. You know what? Oh, well, I guess whatever. No one's going to miss it. No one's going to talk about it. No one's going to highlight that. So speaking of which, it's now we, at, at some point in the beginning, we're introduced to Michael driving around in the middle of nowhere for no reason. And he gets a phone call. By the way, everything that Kit does, 100% you could do for real right now. No. What? No. What? Can you launch your car into the air? If you had nitrous boosters. You could? That much? Not You'd the, go flying through the fucking air? Not the way that they do, because that's impossible for anything. It does. It defies physics. He pushes, it. He pushes the button, and the car jumps. Mm-hmm. It jumps into the air. That's not a thing that can happen. Well, Kit did it, so. You'd have to go off of a ramp. Nope, he did it, so. Okay, besides that... <laughs> Uh, most of the things that are like super impressive to everybody is just like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, we can FaceTime in the vehicle now. You can have, I can a, order something. You can have a personal assistant. Mm-hmm. Um, the, I mean, basically everything, even the self-driving cars are like, that's like yeah, a, thing. That's a thing. So yeah, he's not in judging by modern day standards. Kit's just regular old car. Like everybody would be like, yeah, congratulations. You got Siri on your car. 
but he sounds like Mr. Feeney, mm-hmm. which, you know. You probably could do. And you should, because he's the best part of the show. Yeah. The kid is a great character. I would watch the... Okay, well, yeah. anyway. He's a snarky. Um, he's snarky. He's, he's he's not taking anyone's shit. He's trying to figure out Christmas at the beginning. He's like, I don't understand this holiday. Like, what's up with this? What's really frightening is we're probably not that far off from Alexa doing shit like that. Yeah. Like being... What is that called? Learning. Um, ugh, self-aware. A, yeah, I guess like gaining self-awareness. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So it's scary, but also cool. All right. So how does Hasselhoff get involved in this? Oh, wait. Well, first I wanted to say this is the storyline that, that never pays off. He's driving. He gets a call from, I guess, his boss. And his, his boss is like, Michael, you have got to get to the store and buy a suit for this party, this big fancy party that's going on, a Christmas party. Because if you don't, do you see this this ugly thing I'm holding up? I'm going to make you wear this. He has like a ruffled it's suit. It's a super important the foundation party with a bunch of hoity-toity people. And they all are clamoring to meet you because you're Mr. Mysterious Man. And he's acting like he's already late to be getting picking up the yeah, suit. Yeah, we're, we're setting up the stakes that like the the party is like in three hours and yeah. he needs to get his shit together. You better get to that store. But guess what? This storyline <laughs> takes place over like more a than a day. <laughs> And we never go back. I guess he dismissed that party, and this part of the story had nothing to do with anything. Yeah. Uh, we never see his boss again. He also has a phone call later with a, a, lady, a lady who's a part of the foundation. So, again, we're setting up the stakes that he needs. So, that's the whole thing is as an audience member, you're like, okay, he's got to get take care of this, this yeah. A storyline. Michael, stop fucking around with, <laughs> with this stupid Dumb kid. Because and- you got your B plot going, which is you need to make it to this company party yeah we don't go back to that there's even like the the whole story is wrapped up at the end at before the whatever the very final button is so in the very final button you could have at least done this but they just do another thing that's not it's it i guess it's like kit gives him a present or whatever but you could have like incorporated that he doesn't give him a present he picks up it's a joke that it's, it's for somebody else it's for his kid it's for his kid yeah whoever it's for whatever the thing is is that at the beginning he's talking to him about christmas understanding how it works and that is a season of giving and getting presents and giving presents and all that okay so they the writers are lazy and they don't know what the fuck they're doing it never ties in they never go back to any of this stuff go ahead morgan hasselhoff hits a kid he kills a kid (laughs) he does hit somebody he doesn't hit santa claus but he does hit somebody, so I think I get partial credit. And then I get partial credit because at one point he hits the booster button and he goes, says something about, all right, Vixen and Blitzen. He did? Yes. And I even said, I think I, I get points you, for that. I know. I thought you were just saying that the car flew. I didn't yeah, hear that but he, he said. Says, he says something about Vixen and Blitzen. Mm-hmm. He doesn't call on everybody, but yeah. he does call on a couple. Okay. So he hits the kid and then that, and he's, the kid's he like. He kills a kid. And the kid is like, oh, my leg, you got to get me to a hospital just to get away from the bad guys, I guess. Yeah, but guess what? Kit can scan your body. Yeah, he's like, Michael, this kid does not have any. He doesn't talk like a robot. He talks like Mr. Feeney. This kid does not have any No, you got to have like a Bostonian accent. Alexa. (laughs) What's his name? William something. Friedkin. William Friedkin. Okay. Anyway, I think he's from like Massachusetts or something. He's got definitely an East Coast accent. Anyway. In Boy Meets World, do you know where that takes place, right? Takes place in your butt. No. Do you know what state it takes place in? Butt state. 
It takes place in Pennsylvania. Okay. God, Michael. I don't know. So he hits the kid. The kid gets in the vehicle. He's getting away from the bad guys. Uh, We learn there, Kit outs him for being a liar and for harboring uh, stolen goods and for not having any broken bones. Yeah. Kit immediately is like, I don't like this kid. Get him out of the car. Get him out of me. I don't know. I don't, I really don't care about recapping the story. This is what happens. Okay. Uh, he, they try to get him to his sister, but his sister's boyfriend, I guess, sells him out to the bad guys. It's her ex, Michael. Okay. Her ex-boyfriend who Thank she's still you. hanging around. He's and, hanging around. She's not hanging around okay. with him. He's hanging get around right. the store that she owns. Jesus. And Ugh, he, so like you. for some reason, out of pure coincidence, two double coincidence a mega coincidence he happens to know the bank robbers one that's pretty lucky two he's a bad news and to all people who are just in general listen it's a small town and all criminals know each other it's just like los angeles it's like batman all the batman villains know each other i don't even know if that's true it is true i'm morgan dc what last name withheld anyway can you please continue so number and... one, he happens to know these bank robbers, and number two, he's just walking down the street, and the bank robbers are like, "Hey, it's that guy!" And then they pull over. They know his name. I don't know what his name is. And they're like, "Hey, we're looking for this kid. Uh, he's got short curly hair." And they're like, "Oh, I know that kid." And they're like, "Give him up." And he's like, "And oh, and they're like, we'll give you a thousand dollars." And he's like, "No, give me twenty five hundred dollars." Which in nineteen eighty three money it's five million dollars. Wow. He did the conversion. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, all right, sure. I'll sell this kid out. This kid continues to get sell- sold out by a lot of different people throughout this episode. Yeah, which I'm just like, what's the lesson here, guys? I don't know. Quit being such a shitty human being. So he has to then go to his uncle's house. Uh, well, not his uncle. His uncle doesn't have a house. They're a group of traveling people, uh, a community of traveling people. Uh, and That might have a Fleetwood Mac song attached <laughs> to that term. That might play in the in the. Uh, that they might episode. have licensed for this episode. The second pop song played in this episode. So they drive and drive and drive and drive and drive. And this scene, this is a scene that easily could have been cut. Why do they drive? They're driving for no less than three full minutes yeah we're which in television time i'm like oh they're going across state lines i I figured they had to be going like super duper far yeah like we're going across the country yeah but i don't there really is no way to know how far they went see this is what i'm talking about we're wasting time on shit that's not necessary to tell your story but then you don't take that that time could have been used at the end for wrapping up these setups that Mm -hmm. we were very pointed in our execution in the beginning yeah morgan super surprise uh-oh. This is what, remember we were supposed to do this in every episode and I keep forgetting. Mm-hmm. This is a surprise segment. It's called, what if, what if I had Kit in my car and what, what I'm, what, what special buttons would I want him to have? That is a long title, <laughs> but I can it, see it. On it's probably time. not coming back up in any other episode. So it's okay that it's long. So you're asking me which buttons I would like or what yeah. buttons would I would think that you would ask for? No. Well, I guess you could do that. I meant what you would like. Yeah. So somebody's designing a kit car for you and they're like, all right, you got four buttons or you got two. Let's just do two because it's going to take too long. You have two special buttons. The other ones are pre-programmed. It has smoke. It has lasers. It has rockets. And it has Turbo Boost already. Those are already in there. Okay. You get two specialty ones that you can pick. What What are they going to be? I mean, 
helicopter. <laughs> so it's just like the inspector gadget car? Yeah. Okay. And coffee maker. That, yeah, that would be absolutely. I almost said gin dispenser, but then I remembered I'd be driving. But not really, because Kit drives. Well, then I change it. Gin dispenser. Okay. Uh, Michael, Michael, what what two buttons would you have? Um, the first one would be invisible mode. Okay. And the second one would be, I'm trying to think of something funny, but you know what? To go for jo- practice. You know what I would pick? Joke dispenser. I could just hit that and then Kit will tell me a hilarious quip joke. That you would steal and, and plagiarize? Yeah, I would. Every time I was going somewhere, I would, I would just hit that button over and over and over and just write them all down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thanks, thanks, Kit. Thanks, Kit. That was hilarious. That was pretty good. I'm going to use that later. All right, let's wrap this up. He goes to his uncle's house. His uncle then sells him out, which, why did this even need to be part of the episode? I don't know. It's the same exact thing that just happened. You know what? Because it's the holidays and family sucks. <laughs> There's a part where uh he wants the kid wants to drive kit and kit's like you know what just fine if it's gonna shut him up just let him really we're like three seconds away from feeny being like you know what fuck it just like saying fuck it i'm gonna kill this kid uh so he's like okay fine you can drive me this is another scene that doesn't have anything to do with anything he drives kit for what another three minutes oh my god he's driving you know what though i'm sure that they paid a lot for insurance and they're paying their stunt people really well Mm -hmm. so they're just like the the line producers like you gotta write them in because i gotta get my money's worth here guys i did notice that the stunt driver had a goofy uh mop top uh, wig wig. yeah 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 yeah. but it was very clearly like a 45 year old man playing this 16 year old so that is for nothing. Is there anything gained from him driving the car around other than that they get to show a few more uh, screeching tire turnarounds? I think the intent... The, the So that kid gets to know him better and he's like, actually, you are a pretty good kid. Well, and then it humbles the kid, too. It humbles the kid? Yeah. Why? Because remember, he almost kills himself because he's not able to put the he's not able to get the car in the right lane and finally kit's like you know what i'm gonna take over because we're about to hit a truck and oh i didn't him. of course I, him. I didn't gather that he even gave a shit about that i thought he was just like whatever that truck would have got out of my way no eventually. i think it's like one like little hint that you know he's starting to soften he's respect he has some respect yeah for kit. yeah uh also kit doesn't have a regular steering wheel he has a jet airplane steering wheel and mm-hmm. that's pretty cool i want that on my car the seats look really comfy too mm-hmm. so So mostly what I got from this is that it would be cool to have exactly the car from this with uh, Mr. Feeney as your uh, personal assistant. That'd be great. Can we just, I need to, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention it again. Um, David Hasselhoff, if you are listening. Probably he is, yes. um, Just something I noticed in Baywatch Nights and then, of course, in this episode. You have... An incredible talent uh, for what we will call bird head acting. <laughs> it's amazing. You act with your head by bobbing it. And I'm really, the nuance in which you employ this technique is really moving. So if you could just give me a call, I'd like to be mentored by you. I really can't think of anybody else that does this nope, particular just thing. just him. It's, it's, it's a bad acting technique. Uh, Tick? Mm-hmm. Is that what I want to call it? Um, that I, I've never seen. Because usually like people have like common ones. like um, You might do it with your hands. A hand thing or like 
I don't know, like a smacking of your mouth kind of thing. But this is this is a particular is, bob that I've every never word seen has else. has a He's head punctuating. Tilt yes, or a head nod or a jab. It's like a, some jabs, some head jabs. Honestly, if somebody said fifty percent of this was actually not David Hasselhoff, it was a pigeon. I believe them. <laughs> <laughs> they put they put a little pigeon in his black leather jacket. It's possible. Hey, remember how in Las Vegas somebody had been gluing um, cowboy hats to pigeon heads? Gluing them to pigeon heads? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Look that up, guys. It's terrible, but also amazing. But mostly terrible. It's It's mostly awful. It's animal abuse, but... But also, it does look pretty funny. Is there anything else in this episode that we need to talk about? Uh, There's a time where these these guys are barreling towards David Hasselhoff, hiding in this shack. And then he's like, Kit, save me. They're going to murder me. And Kit then, does not save him. And then they don't. He died. And then they blast through this tiny shack. And then he's like, Kit, what the hell? <laughs> and But he's alive. And I was like, well, again, there are a lot of things in this episode that I'm like, what was the point of that? If he was just going to be fine anyway, um, he's never in danger. He doesn't ever go to that Christmas party. He doesn't get the suit. He never talks to that woman again. He never talks to that man again. But we do place Eye of the Tiger at one point. So A couple of times. That's true. We do return to it. It's the theme of when the kids the kid steals a different car at some point, and he cranks up the radio, and it's playing Eye of the Tiger. And we hear it anytime that kid is driving. He's still listening to Eye of the Tiger because he loves it so much. Yeah, he's got it. I mean, it's a first of all, it's a banger. Second of all, he's a young kid, and that's just what you do when you're a teenager. You just put things on repeat. Yeah. And it would have been new at the time. He also, at the end of the episode, he learns that he's going to go straight. He's going to go to school. He's going to learn to read and do something with computers. Yeah. Well, because there's a moment earlier that... I understand. But yes. But the audience doesn't. (gasps) Hasselhoff explains to this kid that in order for him to really utilize kid at, at, at its full function mm-hmm. you have to have read or be well read well, i'm guessing that he figured out that he couldn't read because he kept asking him what the buttons do even though the buttons specifically say, say what, what they, they do. do yeah so we learn he's illiterate that way yeah. what was the whole point of the david and goliath analogy nothing okay what what it was was a chance to have david hasselhoff say it's from the bible have you ever read the bible like everybody on the earth has read the entirety of the bible number one that's ridiculous. Number two, like anybody on earth doesn't know the story of David and Goliath. It's just a thing that everybody knows. Yeah, it's a it's a common. You don't have to have read the Bible. I have never read that story, but I know it. It's the one about the guy and he kills kills the guy with a mm-hmm. yeah, no, this a slingshot. Is good. Mm-hmm. Knew it. Nailed it. King David. But when he was a kid, he's not a king yet. He's not a king um okay that's the end of this episode there's not really any christmas oh the end of the episode that we watched no yeah that's not yeah i was like we haven't done any of the other stuff yeah yeah who cares that was the gist of it it's whatever that was that that's the basic story then they just elongate it unnecessarily all right morgan as much as we like to make fun of bad tv we always try to find something good to talk about and that's why we have this segment that is called say something nice okay morgan 
What is something nice that you can say about Silent Night, this episode of Knight Rider? Um, you're going to hate me. The best part of this whole thing mm-hmm. is Kit. Of course. Kit is the best. Uh, God, William... William, it starts with an F. Uh, Feeny. Feeny, his voice acting is, he's so dry. It's acerbic. Daniels. Daniels. William Daniels. Yes. Not an, Michael, it's not an F. It's not freaking. No, it's two letters off. It's not freaking freaking. No. Uh, William Daniels. Um, he's acerbic. He's amazing. It's like listening to a Dorothy Parker story the entire time. You're just amused by his, what is the word I want? jokes by his jokes yes there we go by his candor his candor and his just the sarcastic the sarcastic sarcastic wit the dryness of it mm-hmm. all is really really delightful michael what is a good thing that in that was in this that you was a good thing uh the best thing about this show is something that we didn't even mention at all and that is the theme song The bumpers are pretty good, too. Yeah, it's just it, the bumpers are all just the kit driving in the desert on no road. It's just in the middle of an empty desert, mm-hmm. which looks really cool. But I don't know why he's driving there. Yeah, like barreling down like away toward, from the well, horizon. Either yeah. towards, or, towards us or away from us. Yeah, like from the horizon or yeah. towards. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's great. Um, but yeah, the uh, I mean, it's an iconic theme song. I know the theme song well, but it is awesome. And they do a couple of variants on it in the in the show itself. Yeah, the music's great. All right, uh, Morgan, would you watch another episode? I want to say yes, but it was forty seven minutes long. And honestly, if you told me it was five o'clock right now, I'd believe you that we just spent the last five hours watching that shit. It goes on forever. So no. <laughs> Michael, would you watch another episode? That almost always, whatever the thing you start with, you end up talking yourself into the other one. Mm -hmm. Uh, This week you said yes and talked yourself into saying no. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, I would say a tentative yes. And that would depend on if this is considered a good episode of the show or a bad episode of the show. Because if they were like, oh, this is one of the best, I would be like, "Mm, then no. If this is peak Knight Rider... There's no reason for me to watch anymore, but I like the concept enough. Hasselhoff is actually likable in it. He's, I mean, he's likable in Baywatch too, but I mean, he's bad actor, but he's enjoyable to watch. Mm -hmm. But the story in this particular episode was nothing. Uh, And I did real, I do really enjoy Kit. So uh, if you could, if you could convince me that there were some more fun, interesting stories. Also, if like the other characters were in it, it's weird that that like, the other characters were on screen for maybe like three seconds. Like, uh, I feel like in a show like this, you would like there to be some more supporting characters, Mm -hmm. but I'll say yes. Assuming that there are better episodes than this one, which if all the episodes are this quality, I know because this was not a good episode and it was, there were shoehorned Christmas ornaments and stuff. And like, they were like, Oh, it's Christmas bank christmas everybody and they put like a banner that said it's christmas but that's about it there wasn't a lot of christmasy things in this yeah all right morgan it's time to cut that shit what's something good you could recommend for us this week so i'm late to the show guys pixar's done pixar's done it again with the latest installment of toy story 
which so the movie itself was okay it's not my favorite but they did introduce a character that i cannot stop thinking about <laughs> that is forky stop thinking about forky is an icon of the ages uh i feel like they were thinking of me when they cr- came up with forky his name's forky yes but he's a spork yes but she's a little girl okay. and she doesn't understand what sporks are all right she calls him forky and forky is having an existential crisis this entire time uh, the, throughout the entire movie about reconciling the fact that he came from trash but is so much more that is the most profound thing i've seen in an animated feature um so i'm gonna recommend forky to everybody <laughs> not the movie necessarily not toy story 4 but just the concept of forky they have um they have some really great uh dolls shorts well, oh. they have their shorts on Disney Plus, but which are also really amazing. But they've got, uh, you can go to your local Target and pick up a Forky today. <laughs> this has been a paid ad. <laughs> yeah. Forky. <laughs> um, yes. That Hashtag is what the Forky. Morgan's recommendation. Um, but, and you didn't even say it's played by Tony Hale. Yeah, which is even better. It's Buster from Rust Development, <laughs> who he's just got like made a brand in existential issues like playing characters who are constantly reconciling with where they're where they came from even in veep Mm -hmm. he's and like a high anxiety yeah types he's really relatable tony hale if you're listening (laughs) big fan come on the show we'll never make fun of one of your shows because you've only been in great ones yeah uh so far what's you know who knows what's next all right my recommendation this week is i'm gonna give two recommendations because it's christmas i should give wow i should give a christmas recommendation uh but my real my first recommendation is the album called young enough by the band charlie bliss um it is a female singer but she is not named charlie bliss it is the name of the band her name is eva uh, Eva. and it is it's eva from wally she's wow. the singer uh they are they've been around for a, a long time apparently or for like 10 years or so but this is like their breakthrough album and it's really really good i've been listening to it a lot um it's kind of poppy but like with like a lot of substance and in the lyrics and stuff and and the really cool sound and she's got a cool raspy voice which is like one of my favorite things and it reminds me of uh, Elizabeth Daly, who does the voice. You probably know her as the voice Tommy of Pickles. Tommy Pickles. She, and it's E.G. Daly. Her name is Elizabeth Daly, and she goes by E.G. Thank you. Uh, and she sings the theme song from Better Off Dead. So uh, that's not who's in this band, but she does remind me of her, and I love her, and this band is really cool. So listen to Charlie Bliss. Uh, and my Christmas recommendation, if you're in the mood for a Christmas movie, but you would rather that it was had a scary uh, okay. side mm-hmm. and it had gross bugs, um, then you should watch the movie Silent Night, Deadly Night 4, Initiation. Oh, and Witches. If you wanted to have a... If you were like, boy, I could go for a Christmas movie, but I'm tired of Home Alone. It doesn't have any witches. And I'm tired of Christmas Story because it doesn't have any killer bugs. Then really... You should you should think about this movie because how it, many Ralphies are in it though? There's no Ralphies, uh, but there is uh, Clint Howard, so that's oh, pretty there you good. Go. The better of the Howards, if you will. <laughs> the handsomest Howard. Speaking of Arrested Development, 
It was Arrested Development. I think that's going to do it. Thanks for listening to Bad Reception. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Bad Reception Pod. Tweet at us if you have a show you'd like us to watch or you just want to say hi. Links to recommendations and more are available in the episode notes and at badreceptionpod.com. We are proud members of Podfix. The Podfix Network. You can follow them on Twitter at Podfix or you can go to podfixnetwork.wordpress.com for a full line of shows. Lots of great shows on that network we're also been doing a lot of work um behind the scenes with the network trying to kind of revamp everything uh that should be coming your way soon new shows new stuff uh we're always trying to make it better so look for that uh our logo was designed by sean matthew leary and thanks to ben hunter for help with social media if you enjoy the show give us a review on itunes hey you know what our, our christmas present is this year from you listeners five-star review a fucking review just a review just do it just give us a review five stars please if you could uh if not just just anything well you know but not one star (laughs) not anything but you know just or you know what show some a little bit of love that's what i'm gonna say if you want to give us one star you can but you gotta give us a reason you gotta be like this is one star and these are the things that you could do to improve that we would like the show better also you listen to a whole episode of a show that you would give one star to that's impressive. I would turn off a one-star show after three seconds. Well, maybe that's what they did, though. You don't know that they listened to the they listen to th- Then how would they know about this part at the end that I'm talking about right now? They don't. They're like, you know what? They need this one star. <laughs> they need to get the message. All right. That's fair. All right. I'm Mary Mike Miss. <laughs> what was your thing? I'm, I'm Morgan. And that's the end of the Jingle Bell Podcast. It's easy when you're sleeping. Baki. This was a podcast from the Podfix Network. Check out more shows like it at oddfixnetwork.com.